Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Friday everyone and welcome to the last Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast of the week. Oh, not the last one. Yep, it's always Monday to Friday. Yeah, I know, but not the last... Yeah, I've just told you, it's the last one. Just get over it. And we start with Big Al. He was back on the TalkSport Breakfast Show where he was joined by Rangers legend Super Ali McCoy's Macca, as I'm trying to get everyone to call him. And they were alongside the former Spurs midfielder Jamie O'Hara. This is Koisty Macca on Steve Bruce and why he should be backed by the Newcastle owners. It's this sexy term, which is a term I, I hate. I hate in football. You know, they want a bit of sectionist and Pochettino, you know, he might bring that to Newcastle United. No disrespect to Brucey, but he maybe doesn't bring the sexy tag. Mm. But that, that's a lot of nonsense. Has Brucey been given an opportunity? He's never been given an opportunity recently because they haven't had the finances. Yeah. So in that respect, we don't know, Alan, in answer yeah. to your question. Yeah. I'd love to, I would actually love to see him get the opportunity to spend a right few quid and um, and, and see how Newcastle go on, if he can possibly take them yeah. into, I don't know, Champions League places or whatever. Staying with breakfast, this is Tim, the Robin of Sherwood, the former Spurs manager on Mauricio Pochettino, saying he's a sexy name, a sexy name for the owners at Newcastle. I don't know, I've gone French at the end there, but... Anyway, have a listen to Tim. The reality is, you know, when guys are coming in, they probably know very little about football. They know probably gives you, throwing loads of money at it, gives you a better chance of success. Um, doesn't guarantee anything. We all know that. Um, but I listen, I listen very passionate up there, the Newcastle fans, but I listen to them. They lauded Rafa, didn't they? I mean, and what sort of job did he do? He done no better job than what Steve Bruce has done. But, it is fashionable. It is sexy to have a foreign manager, and Rafa Benitez was sexy to them. Time now to hear from Captain Tom Moore. How about that? And his daughter Hannah on the Virgin Breakfast Show with Chris Evans, including the moment they found out he'd raised a staggering thirty million pounds. That's Captain Tom Moore, not Chris Evans. Although he's probably got that and then some in his bank account. Anyway, have a listen. I was never expecting anything like that, but really, it is a great honour, and now I'm colonel for at least for a minute or two. What about yeah. all those birthday cards? Those mums. I can't promise to read them all, but I'll, <laughs> I'll do the best I can. He said, you know what he said when he saw the planes flying over, that afterwards he said, he's the only person here who'd seen them flying in anger and distress 
and um, had also now seen them fly over in peacetime. Yes. What an amazing thing oh. to say. We will be coming back in, in a different way, and um, we're just going to go away as a family and decide what legacy should look like. OK, let's refresh. Three, two, one, go. Thirty million seven thousand one hundred and forty-three pounds. Whoa! Come on, come on, Tom Moore. What did you originally set out to raise? How much? One thousand pounds. One thousand pounds. Now we can hear from the Jim White show, but not with Jim White. It was Natalie Sawyer and Glenn Johnson and Jake Wood. Who's that? The fellow from EastEnders. That's the one. Yeah. Uh, they also had the former Reading and Stoke striker Dave Kitson on launching his bid to oust Gordon Taylor as chief executive of the PFA. Good luck with that, Dave. Genuinely, I really mean it. Good luck. Yeah, well, I've released 10 uh, key policy points. I'm the biggest critic of, of, of Gordon Taylor's wage. I find it a, a, just a, a disgrace that a, that a union leader should be paid that much money, it's particularly in this industry. Um, it's 8% of the PFA's total turnover. You know, if we applied that method across football, uh, Scudamore would be being paid £400 million pounds a year. Uh, it's just absolutely flabbergasting. Um, one of those policies in place is a multi-million pound reduction in the wage of the chief executive. Nobody needs that amount of money to run the PFA. It, it, it's criminal. That money, to give you um, an indication, uh, something that you can equate it to, the PFA bragged on their Instagram account that they spend £2 million a year on, uh, on mental health. Well, that's about half a million pounds less than Gordon Taylor's annual wage. Mm. So what is it? What's the, what is the key agenda here for the PFA? Is it Gordon Taylor's wage or is it the mental health of their members that they're supposed to be looking after? I've been through every, every single league uh, in my professional career. I've seen the fallout. Um, of this game and I've been let down by the PFA personally time and time again I should say that this isn't something that I decided to do you know yesterday um, mm. I've been working on this for about 18 months and the things that I'm listening to more and more and, and, and the players that I'm talking to both ex and present it, it's just astonishing Natalie it really some of the things that I can't say here for legal reasons it will just it will just blow you away it, it, it's just um, scandalous what's going on at that organisation and, and somebody needs to step in and change it Back now to the former Spurs manager, Tim Robin of Sherwood, on Brecky. Being asked who he thinks has been the manager of the season, and he goes on to make an astonishing claim. I haven't heard that. Let's just have a look who it was. Obviously a world-class manager, Brendan Rodgers. I mean, but he nearly won the league at Liverpool um, a few years ago now. Yeah. So it could have been champions then, uh, albeit for that, you know, it was a... Uh, to slip from Stevie Gerrard, I think, that, and, the, and the away game at Crystal Palace, I mean, it, that he would have been probably managing Real Madrid or Barcelona now, fluent Sp Spanish-speaking manager. Um, listen, I, I, I think Wilde has done a brilliant job as well. Does his own style. No one expects, you know, when you come up from the championship, no one expects you expect to just cover up and try and nick results here and there. They don't have their own style. They go about it. They try to win football matches, and they do. And they gained enough points. They've been outstanding. But for me, it's always the winner. So the winner win. Listen, they won the league. Yeah. Liverpool has been outstanding, Jurgen Klopp. And to miss out in such dramatic style last season, you know, that must have really hurt them. But to wipe themselves down, roll their sleeves up and come back as strong as they've done this season, Jurgen Klopp is the manager of the season. Now we can hear from Jamie O'Hara with advice for people struggling with mental health 
during lockdown. I miss the uh, the social interaction with work colleagues and doing that sort of thing. For me, the biggest thing is to just talk to people. Uh, don't be silent. Don't suffer in silence if you're isolating on your own or you're not seeing your family. Just pick up the phone to people, FaceTime, house party, whatever it is, just to stay positive and keep in touch with your loved ones and always make sure that you're, you're staying in contact because that, for me, is key to getting through this. And, you know, I have some friends who are on their own and struggling at the minute, uh, and it's just about making sure that you're on top and, and staying in contact with people, and, and we'll get through this together and make sure people are not left out on their own. I had a text, a wee text from a friend who lives in my block in Canary Wharf. Yeah, and of course, if you you know you know where I live, Ali, you've been there, and you know there's no balconies, is there? And there's nothing open anywhere around Canary Wharf. It's all locked down, and and they're really struggling. Him and his missus, you know, there's just the two of them in there. You know, even if they just get out in the balcony and and have a read and enjoy a bit of fresh air, sun. So they're just having to walk. There's nowhere to go for food, as in yeah. restaurants or so a lot Alan, of people are having it tough. I was on the phone. We're FaceTiming my old mother, as you know, and she, and she's as happy as Larry because she can open her back door and she can just sit outside and get a bit of fresh air. She, I said, what do you do today? She said, I managed to get a wee sit outside because the weather's been no bad. I just sat in the, the, the back doorstep and things like that. And she's delighted. And she's looking at that as been a great bonus. Yeah. So I can only imagine what your mates can through. It must be so tough for other people, Alan. And on the mid-morning show, the former Scotland international Eddie Gray paid tribute to his former Leeds teammate Trevor Cherry, who has sadly passed away aged 72. Quiet, unassuming, but he was one of the lads. He would, you know, he would have a laugh, but you know, he was he was never too noisy. Gone with his job, Trevor. Uh, but as a captain, he would, you know, he would he would go into people. He would he would do his job on the football pitch, and you know, have his say off the pitch what he thought was right and what was wrong. It was just a, a, a type of lad that you enjoyed playing with. A good character to have around and. Very much, as I said earlier, appreciated by all his teammates. Back now to Big Alan Brazil with a story about waiting for his wife, Jill, or as the other Alan would say, Jill, outside a supermarket. I took the wife down the shops the other day, you know, because we only do one, you know, one, once a week now, that's it. Yeah. And um, it's, it's, you know, a couple of villages away and it's a local co-op. And it's like, I think they're allowed something like four or five in the store. So it's not a big one, uh, but they're all queuing outside in 10 yards, which is fine. So you sit there for about 10 minutes in the car. Yeah. And then I watch her go in. And, and then for 30 people after her, they've all gone in and come back out. They've all gone in. And I'm like, is she falling over in there? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Is she reading a book in there? How does it take 50 minutes? 50 minutes. So she came out and I went, Oi, what are you doing in there? She went, oh, I don't like if someone's in that aisle, I'll wait till they finish. And yeah, she's, she's like, on you go, on you go. I'm, I'm in no rush. I'm sitting out there twiddling my thumbs for 50 minutes. On to kick-off now with Hugh Wizencroft. And he's been speaking to the Sheffield United fullback George Baldock, about his life in lockdown, what it's like to play under Chris Wilder, and how football could put a smile back on the faces of the public during the pandemic. What do you mean, could? I mean, everyone wants football back, don't they? Look, look at me, look. You can hear my smile, look. Look, no smile. Smile. 
as footballers, if we're able to get back out there at some point and give that bit of positivity back to the nation and, and they can watch their team and, and give them something to look forward to, then, you know, that's a that's a blessed position for us to be in. And, um, you know, it, it'll be great if that can happen and, and put a smile on people's faces again. This is a tough period for everyone. We've spoken to so many players over the past few weeks about trying to stay positive mentally. Of course, I mentioned physically as well. Are there any special tips, anything that you do in particular to try and keep your spirits up? One thing that's really helped me is just trying to keep to a, to a schedule. Um, each day I, I, I try and um, have a bit of structure to my day and that, that's, that's really helped me. The, the days I haven't and I've been a bit lazy with it are the days I've um, uh, I found the toughest. So um, definitely getting up and, 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 and knowing what you, what, what you want to do with your day. Um, definitely helps whether that's exercise whether that's baking a cake or whatever you want to do it's just it's just nice to have a bit of structure to your day and and that's what everyone's missing at the minute with, with not having work so I think that's really important recently your captain at Sheffield United Billy Sharp he said you probably wouldn't admit it but you love playing for Sheffield United he said you're the player in the squad that has embraced life in Sheffield the most what do you make of that yeah, I, I don't know what he means about, um, I won't admit it. I, I have absolutely no crimes in admitting it. Um, you know, I, I love playing for the club. It's, um, you know, the, the fans have been brilliant with me. Um, I've got a smile on my face every time I go into the training ground. Uh, it's a great, great bunch of lads. And, and what's not to love at the minute? We're, we're riding high in the Premier League and proving a lot of people wrong. And it's it's, it's been fantastic. So, I um, yeah, I, I absolutely love playing for him. And, uh, you know, it's been a great season. Great season so far, especially for your manager, Chris Wilder. I think the, the nominees, the awards would have been given out last weekend. Um, player of the season would have been awarded, but manager of the season two would have been awarded. And I guess the two big names on the list, Jurgen Klopp of Liverpool, Chris Wilder of Sheffield United, of course. Uh, who would you tip, Chris or Jurgen? Oh, <laughs> I'm going to be biased, obviously, say our gaffer. But, uh, yeah, What's the impact he's that, had for you guys? That, that, quite controversial because Jurgen Klopp's he's done all right and he um <laughs> yeah he's just he just keeps you grounded he, he's he's brilliant at at reading you um you know he, he knows when to, to give you a little pat on the back uh, that's all you're getting by the way you're getting no you're getting <laughs> no real real praise you're getting a pat on the back if you played well um and he know and he knows when to you know get on your back if, if he feels like you've you've taken your foot off the gas a little bit he's he's a perfectionist he he sees everything, so it'll, it'll tolerate no laziness, no moaning, um, and 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 he, and he understands that <laughs> that we've got a life away from football as well. He's got that that balance where he just treats us as men, um, gives us that freedom to express ourselves on the pitch, and um, he's backed with a with a great backroom staff and a great assistant manager as well. So it's um it's a perfect package. Simon Jordan here. You and I are both listening to the Talksport Daily podcast. And of course, last but by no means least, the best part of the podcast. That's, of course, the best bits from my show, Andy Goldstein's Sports Bar, which, of course, was absolutely brilliant last night. Again, mate, you keep lying. You're recording this before the show. Yeah, but I know Thursdays is always a humdinger. So how you been? How you been, Jake? Maureen! Hold on, mate. Hold on one second. Maureen, oh, yes. Book scratchings without reason. Thank you. Sorry, mate. Cab outside hey, for Colin. Huh? Who's, did you say Cab outside, outside for Colin? No, mate. Who let, no, who let no, no, Colin in here, pal. I promise you that. No, he's let anyone in with that name. Yeah, wouldn't let him in. No, no, no. He's got the wrong pub, mate. Wouldn't be allowed in. Yeah, exactly. 
Hey, Joe, just have a look behind me. Who's that? Is that Beryl? Jeez, look at them. Look at the yeah. size of those earrings. They're in... They're, they're in wouldn't Hold I, on, let me just, let wow. me just go and say hello. Hold on one All right. second. Um, Maureen! Yeah, over here. Pork scratches, please. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, that was her, Jane. That was her. That was her. Yeah, what's she say? Where's, where's her sister? Where's her sister? Yeah, she's, uh, she still don't know about her sister. She still don't know. Does she not know? No. She I mean, I thankfully for us, she don't know, right? I mean, that, no, yeah, if we yeah. could, imagine if she found that. I mean, whew, that was hell of a night, mate. Hell of a night. Yeah, that was. Yeah, yeah. Well, Mum won't tell her. Who's that it's, for, Maureen? It's me, mate. It's me. Sorry, I've had a. Yeah, I'll, right. I'll sip this one. Day. Hell of a show we've got lined up, John. I'm very excited about oh, it. We've mate. got a bit late. Oh, that's loose. I feel loose. The old shoulders, mate. <laughs> okay. We've got Jason Hare, the director of The Last Dance on Netflix. Hey, talk about a... my hair for? What are you talking about my bonnet again? It's loud in here, isn't it? It's loud in this bar. Wait, hold, hold, hold on. Sorry, Jay. Jay, hold on. That fella, have you seen that fella? He's been on that fruity all night. He's just left it. Give us a quid. Give us a quid. Go on, yeah. Let me uh, just put that in. Let me just put that in. Let just put the pound in the fruit machine. Hold on, it won't go in. I want the pound going. Let me try another pound yeah, in the fruit machine, Josh. No, no, don't know. Just what you got to do is lick it, lick it all, lick it all over. Yeah. Stick Hold your on. tongue all round it and yeah, stick yeah. it in the slot. Yeah. Stick right, it in the slot. Go. I'll, I'll and put it, it in now. It slides down an absolute treat. I'll put it in now, Josh. Look, mate, it's gone in. Oh. Wait, I don't, honestly, think, I don't honestly. think the fruit. Oh, here you go, it's gone in. I told oh. you. Stick your, stick your tongue around it and it's just a bit of saliva oh, slides in there. Hold on. Hold, hold that. Nudge it. Oh, look. Hold the melons, Pete. Hold the melons. I'm holding me melon, the melon. Hold the melons, mate. I've got, what do you think I'm holding? Hold the melons. Right. Jay, Jay, hold the plums. Hold the plums. The plums. It's been a while since I've done that, Stinks. Good work. Um, oh, by the way, there's a new Come to our pub. Come outside for Colin. No, mate, there's no one in here called Colin. I just told you we wouldn't let Colin he's, in. He's a you-know-what Colin, eh? He's a, he's yeah. a slip. Is, is that the Colin you used to, used to know years ago? He's a slippery piece, mate. Yeah. Honestly, no, no, it he'll take things here. off you. He's a thief. He won't, yeah. he'll, he'll, take, he'll take all your ideas. He's an bad, absolute mate. thief, mate. Bang. Well, that's it for another podcast, thing. Good work, everyone. Uh, reminder, of course, you can download it all from uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, and Acast. Do whatever you like with that. Uh, I'll be back on Sunday night from 9pm for the Transgrip Express. And then, of course, back Monday night from 10pm with the first Sports Bar of the Week. So make sure you join me for both of those. In the meantime, have a good weekend. Wash your hands, keep your distance. And above all, gang, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from Talk Sport. I love a little Cornetto just after dinner oh. for a sit down in front of the telly alley. What am I going to watch? And then whoosh, up comes, you know, up comes either Lucy or Jill, throws a Cornetto at me, and that's me. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.